Hey, and welcome back to the Spanish Property Podcast. And today, again, uh, we're using music by Kevin McLeod from Incompetech. And today, we're going to talk about what you expect and what you actually get living in Spain. The two things are very different, usually. So anyway, a friend of mine, who is well-established now, living in Spain eight years after coming over, looked back on what she thought Spain and her life would be before she came over. If this is you too, you may need to take a little reality check when coming to look at property for living in Spain, or you may insist that this idealized life has to be on your list of must-haves. So listen to what Maya has to say, and you can read more from Maya on her Costa Connected articles. So anyway, here we have laughable ideas that Maya had seven to eight years ago when the dreaming phase about what life would be like when we'd moved to Spain. You've got to have a plan, right? Otherwise, nothing happens. But the fun is in seeing what does unfold and looking back at how far off the mark we were before. Firstly, I should be comfortably fluent in Spanish within a year or so tops. Let's just say that didn't happen. Business would only require me to pop back to London three or four times per year, and even if not, 30 euro flights are here to stay, right? Um, not exactly. My other half would work in our business for a few months till he learnt Spanish, ha, and got a job, ha ha ha. In my defence, this was 2007, such thing as jobs definitely existed back then, even if they no longer do. An outdoor lifestyle would mean being slim and healthy and tanned. Yeah, working from home, remember. After a year or so, we will buy our own place. We are English and we must have our castle. We would probably end up living in a 200-year-old finca in the campo with stone walls a metre thick and maybe have goats or chickens or something. We would sunbathe a lot on our roof terrace. And that comes from a place in the sun overdose, by the way. We would never miss English foods and brands because Mediterranean foods are so natural and abundant and gorgeous. Sneaking off to Iceland for cottage cheese or samosas? The very idea. In fact, we will never go to supermarkets and instead buy all our produce in local markets following fluent and productive haggling. Ha 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 ha. This is the ideal of living in Spain, of course, the type of expat abroad lifestyle propagated by books about living abroad such as A Year in Provence about France or Driving Over Lemons about Spain. However, how many people actually live this lifestyle and how many people would it actually suit if they did? Let's face it, the idea of living up a track on the side of a mountain after giving up the rat race may inspire you, but once the cold winters, the dampness and the 20 minute drive to even get a carton of milk actually become your daily reality, then it's often the case that the dream quickly turns sour. Just like the milk may on the long journey home. Try reading Jason Webster's Sacred Sierra about that type of lifestyle in Castellón, for example. A reality check. So for the majority of people, here are some things that 99% certain not to happen. You will not be fluent very quickly in Spanish. Unless you put some effort in, of course. A good start is to download the Duolingo app on your smartphone and do some every day. You will not have a donkey, some goats or a load of chickens. Unless you are like Victoria Tweed and her Two Old Fools books, which are very successful and also very funny. You will not be surrounded by jolly, toothless, but big-hearted old duffers who constantly get you out of tricky situations through the use of a penknife and two mangy dogs. It happens in books, and that's the only place it happens. It will rain every now and again. It's not sunny every day. It's raining today as I'm recording this. 
You will still eat rubbish at times because we all do. However, in general, your diet will be a lot better as the absolute variety of sugary crap available in other countries are just not the norm in Spain. You will not walk into a job here, unless you come over for one, of course. And you should be able to make sure you have enough income to see you through without having to panic. Two or three years money in the bank is the norm. You will make time to go to the markets, but usually only when you have friends visiting and you want to show off. And finally, you will search for shade, not sun. Try sitting out in 40 degree heat for long without any shade. Your body will regret it. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Let us know on info at spanish-property.net. And meanwhile, if you're looking to come over and you have any of these requirements, tell us what you're looking for and we can help you out. Go to our website, spanish-property.net, and go to our contact form and tell us exactly what you're looking for. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks again to Kevin McLeod for the music for this episode of the Spanish Property Podcast. And this one is called Jellyfish in Space. <laughs>